Hey friends, welcome to the Make Life Matter podcast. I'm Angela Donatio, and each week I share compelling conversations with leading voices. They encourage us to ground our worth in the word instead of the narrative of the world. Together we'll make our lives matter no matter what. Here's this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome to the Make Life Matter podcast. And I have a question for you today. Are you ready to say goodbye to what holds you back? Well, my guest, Chrissy Nelson, is a wife, a mom, an author, and a TV show host, and she helps us shatter walls so we can truly believe what God says about us. Through her resources and her shows, Created for the Impossible and Just Jesus, Chrissy Chrissy speaks hope into hearts and life into dry bones. Welcome, Chrissy. I'm so honored to have you here on the Make Life Matter podcast. Yeah, thank you. I'm happy to be here. God well, And I can always tell everybody, I can already tell everybody she's been so gracious because I am having technical glitches today. And if anyone's experienced that, I have a love hate relationship with technology. And Chrissy's been so gracious behind the scenes. And so Chrissy, thank you for just taking your time to be here today and share just a wealth of, of uh, wisdom that the Lord has deposited into you with, with our listening audience today. Oh, it's a joy. It's what I love to do. So. Well, for anyone who might be new, share a little bit of your story, how you come have come to love the Bible so much and just to want that to be your life's mission to help, especially see women free to become all that God has called them to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, goodness. Huh. You get old <laughs> enough and you, you, you have a lot of stories, a lot of testimony to draw from, uh, you know, that gets you to where you are in life because of the journey, right? Yes. Because the journey is this ongoing learning experience and we will always be learning until the day we leave this earth. Right. And so, Mm. um, I just, I fell in love with Jesus at 15 when I encountered him, when I was in a place of absolute brokenness in my identity, had no idea who I was, that my life mattered or had any value. I, you know, in my head and in my heart, I knew what I had read growing up in the church, in the Bible, you know, and what was told to me, your life has value. You were bought with a price, all these these things, but there was a disconnect and I didn't know what that disconnect was. And I didn't even, you don't know what you don't know. Right. So I didn't know how to ask God for what I needed other than I, my heart's cry to him was God, if you're real, then I need you to do something, just something Mm. I need to know if you're real, then this is it. I need a touch or a word or something from you and you alone. And God met me right where I was at. And I write about it in every single one of my books that makes its way in there. Um, but he met me right where I was and he held me in his arms and mm-hmm. he spoke into my life, him, his voice. And he told me who I was and he used the scriptures that I had grown up hearing and learning to, you know, to speak that value. So it's so powerful. And that's why I love the Bible so much because it is alive and it's a sword and it slices through the noise, the chaos, the lies of the enemy. It is a true sword Mm -hmm. that cuts out and cuts that, that, that um, connection that the enemy tries to make with our thought life. It severs it, the word of Mm -hmm. God. And then when God is speaking to us fresh in that time of encounter, which is what that was. I was encountering him. I said, God, if you're real and he sees the Mm -hmm. moment to who you are, and this is what I have for you. I was never the same from that day on. And I've, I've ebbed and flowed in the journey where I would revisit that same, um, 
place of, Oh God, who am I? Who am I now? You know, in each season as a new wife and then a new mom and then new jobs and then no job and then a writer and, you know, so on and so forth. Who am I Lord? Who am I now? Mm. God, what do you say about me? And he would use the word of Mm. God, the Bible and his present word and speak. And the two blended together because it's all God's messaging. Right. And um, he's constantly reminding me of who I am. Um, so that's a little bit about me. <laughs> it's and that's so, why I love the Bible. <laughs> oh, and, and it comes through in your new book. Um, it's such a great resource. Her brand new book, guys, is Say Goodbye to What Holds You Back. And she shares about so many of us that question our identity in Christ. And so I so appreciate you leaning into that because we can even be reading the Bible, Chrissy, but if we don't have the the lens of who we know that we are in Christ and the enemy can even blur what we're reading. So this isn't not only a practical resource, but it's, it has so much biblical truth in it. And you and I were sharing earlier, how do you even separate that? Right. We, there's this, you know, uh, integration of the word of God with our everyday lives. And so it, it, there's so much in here. It's so important that we know who we are in Christ. It's so crucial. And uh, I know our primary audience here is women, but there are men that listen as well. And so your book is, is written primarily to women, but I feel like these are areas that all of us can struggle with no matter who we are. And you identify these areas that we can struggle to believe God's best about us. You talk about shame, perfectionism, which has been an ongoing struggle for me earlier in my life. I've talked about it here on the podcast, fear, overthinking, any overthinkers out there. I liked your recent reel. You're like anybody overthinking? Yes. All of my hands goes up too. So I want to look at a couple of these sections of this book, um, saying goodbye to what holds you back. So first you identify this lie that we tend to believe this false mindset of I'm not enough. And I love how in each section of the book, you talk about a mindset, the wall that gets constructed because of that, and then how we can move forward. So uh, talk about why you started with that. And why is this so crucial for us to identify if we're believing this lie that we're not enough for God? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it. you know, I think every woman can likely relate to that sense that that thought that crosses your mind I'm not enough right um and it in it in the large part comes because as and because as believers God is always calling us forward into the things that we cannot do <laughs> and I'll just leave that right there for that's a second. good yeah God is always moving us forward into the things the places that we cannot do it's beyond us Right. And, and like, and rightfully so, because if it was something we could do in and of our own strength, we would just do it and we wouldn't need the Lord. Mm-hmm. And good. so the enemy will capitalize on that and he will just continually replay this notion. Well, but you're not enough for this, Chrissy. You're not enough to write books. You're not enough to have a podcast. You're not enough for being a mom. You lack you look at you. Who do you think you are? And he bombards us with it. Um, packaging that, that awareness of us not being enough as a negative. But I, what I have learned is that I don't know that that notion will ever go away, that mm-hmm. sense of I'm not enough. But what I've learned is that it doesn't need to go away for me to move forward. What I need, what I need to do is partner with the reality of, yeah, I'm not enough in and of my own strength. Nor was I designed by God to mm. be enough in and of my own strength. That's the beauty. 
That's the gift of it all, right? My awareness, your awareness of, of your not being enough is a gift from God reminding you of your need for the Lord. Mm. And I, as a human being, I need that reminder or else I will try to do something in and of my own strength. It's my human nature. It's all of our human nature. So the the key is we move forward regardless of that feeling. And we ask Jesus to speak truth into that sensation, pulling on the word of God, which I do in this chapter. And I'm sure we'll go there eventually some scriptures that tie in. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's that. <laughs> it's so good, Christy, because what you're identifying is this tension we have to hold, you know, the, the culture's message is I'm enough, I'm enough, but I love that you're drilling down on no, if you wait until you feel enough, uh, it's Christ's strength. Even Paul says it's through, I'm okay. I'm okay in my weakness because his power is going to be on display in that, yes. but we have to be able to hold this tension of, um, what, what an insight to say He's always going to be calling us, or at least that's his heart for us, is to be calling us for things that stretch us beyond our own anything, whether that's right. gifting, talent, ability, comfort zone. You know, uh-huh. we don't want to just be staying in a place of complacency and mediocrity. We want to be moving into this realm of the supernatural and the impossible. And that is going to require us to live with this tension of, on my own, I could never do this. Yeah. I'm not enough, and that's okay. Because God's going to empower me for what he calls me to do. Yes. And that's literally my thought life. So Mm -hmm. I coach myself. I tell my kids all the time, coach yourself. You know, we have Holy Spirit in us, Christ in us, helping us. So we can coach ourselves and say, and and reframe that and go, okay, wait, today I'm feeling like I'm not enough. Today Mm -hmm. I'm feeling like I'm not enough to be on this amazing podcast with this amazing podcast, woman Mm -hmm. of God. Um, but that's okay because I'm not enough. And thankfully so, because I get to draw on this resource that makes me more than enough, yes. which is the power and the presence of the living God. He flows through our weaknesses. He mm. flows through our limits as only he can do. And that helps facilitate our laying down our own lives when mm. we recognize I'm not enough, but that's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's a gift. It's a treasure to keep me moving forward, fully aware of my need for God. It's, that's it. It's, it's living in a place of dependency, which yeah. feels very vulnerable, but that is, that is the spirit driven life is living in a place of dependency on God. And we're not going to say goodbye to the things that hold us back. If we're not just aware of, of even just the starting place of knowing I'm not going to be enough and that's okay. You talk about the woman at the well in this section, you talk about Peter. So lean into one of those and why their lives given us an example of kind of a roadmap in this particular area of struggle. Yeah. Um, you know, the woman at the well, what the Lord was showing me was that she, there was shame on her, Mm. you know, as she's encountering Jesus, she's face to face with, uh, where she lacks, you know, and she's Mm. hyper aware of, of her lack. I mean, her whole life was pretty much lack because she had never been, she never had access to Jesus, you know, or to the father. And so she encounters Jesus and, um, 
you know, he begins to speak into her life, who she is and how she's valued and the gift that he has for her, this living water. And he's saying to her, wait a second, if you only knew, you know, Mm -hmm. Jesus shows up to the woman at the well, the woman at the well has her pail to fill with water, to bring back to her town. She has her vessel that she's going to fill with the water to bring back to the town, to satisfy their, their thirst, right. To make sure they're hydrated. Then she encounters Jesus who is the well that never runs dry. And Mm -hmm. he offers her something brand new. And he's like, and if you only knew the gift that God has for you, you would be asking me for a Mm -hmm. drink and I would give to you living water that would spring up from within you. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So his whole notion, you know, he just erases the, 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 the junk the, the mindsets that we bring to the table when we encounter him. And the powerful thing is just in her interaction with him, the Bible says that she left her water jar mm. and ran back to her town to tell the people about this man, Jesus. She left her water jar. Why? Because she became the vessel to carry the water that was actually needed for the people, which was the living water, the truth, what Jesus had to say about mankind, about people, what was available. And mm-hmm. she overflowed and the whole town responded and had their own encounter with Jesus when they went to go seek him out and find him. So shame mm-hmm. washes off of her, you know, mm-hmm. shame of her own inadequacies, shame of her own life choices, right? Jesus just basically breezed over all that and said, I know about all these things in your life, right? I still have this gift for you. And it isn't about what you lack that matters so much. It's about what I have to give to Mm. you, fill your lack with my fullness. That's so good. That's so good because we can focus on our lack. We focus on our deficiencies. We focus on what we think we don't have. And, and Jesus is basically just saying, if you would just ask me, I'll give you what you need in for every situation we walk through. So I think her story is so powerful. I wrote about her story in my second Bible study, Fearless, and I I just love her. I cannot wait to meet her in heaven. And for her to just leave all of that and then go back and see an entire community come to Christ through her story, what a picture of transformation. It just means that when we encounter Christ, we're not going to leave the same. We don't have to stay in the shadows of that shame or uh, whatever might be holding us back, but to come toward Jesus in those moments and those situations. Let's look at another um, topic mindset that you cover here, which is overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. And I think no matter who we are, we can have seasons where we feel overwhelmed. We just have put too many stressors, too many things on our plate, too many areas that we're being pulled in. So let's talk about what causes overwhelm, Chrissy, and then how can we move forward from that? Um, not that, that we won't occasionally feel overwhelmed, but this perpetual state of living overwhelmed. I think that's really what you're addressing here. Can you kind of lean into that for us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we take on too much yeah. so often, especially as women, we, we, you know, we take things on and then, you know, for whatever reason, we're not, I address this, you know, I'm not good at saying no, that's yeah. a mindset. I'm not good at saying no. And so I take on too much and then it piles up and compounds. And then equally so we don't feel comfortable um, backing out of anything, quote unquote, because we feel like now I'm breaking my word. I'm breaking a commitment. And Mm. those things that have 
merit. You know, those are thoughts we do need to consider. But the reality is, is that sometimes we just take on too much. And so we, what we, what we need to do is accept that we're on a learning journey. Yeah. I have to do that. I'm on a learning journey. So what I took on yesterday or last week was based on what I knew then. Mm. And today I kind of have learned some things and maybe I know a little better and maybe I wouldn't have taken on so much. So I can ask the Lord to kind of identify and highlight areas that I can let go of. And if that means I need to approach somebody and say, listen, I am really sorry, but I, I am not going to be able to, um, complete this. Mm -hmm. Um, I took on too much yeah, and I have limits and I learn about those limits every day. And, you know, we come with humility and we come, you know, apologetically, if we have to let go of something, but it's important that we, um, allow ourselves to be on the journey and in the, in progress growing as we're going and going as we're growing Mm -hmm. and, um, and just be willing to just let go, you know, and that helps to diffuse a lot of the overwhelm. We get things off our plate. Uh, and then the goal being that we learn. So as we go forward, maybe we say no a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And no is not a dirty word and limits is not a dirty word. You've talked about limits, even in your social media channels. I was listening to a reel you shared the other day. Let's talk about that for a second. Why? Because I've had Dr. Sasha Shilkut. She talked about brave boundaries. We all know it intellectually, but why is it people pleasing? What is it that makes it so hard for us to feel like I need to be okay with limitations? Limitations are not a bad thing. Is it the way we're approaching our limits? Because I think living outside of our limits is what causes so many different challenges, health problems, yeah. uh, mental strain, emotional, relational, financial, any of these areas that we live outside of our limitations. So mm-hmm. help us have a better understanding of healthy limits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, our limits are kind of like the bumpers uh, in the, when you're bowling, if you've ever mm-hmm. bowled and had to put up those bumpers along yeah. the side. They keep you out of the gutter. <laughs> yeah, true. So, uh, but unfortunately, in our in our day to day and in our journey, there there aren't actual bumpers. There, um, there are these things called our personal limits and our own limitations. And 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 but as women, we take on so much, mm-hmm. and we feel like we need to be everything for everyone so yeah. often. I, I don't know that I've ever met a woman who didn't at some point go. Yeah, I, I did feel like I needed to be everything for everyone. And um, so most are are really dealing with that. And what happens is, is, is we push past our limits and the ball goes in the gutter. And what we experience is stress, yes. overwhelm, anxiety, fear. We feel like we're failing. We feel like we're not measuring up. We feel like we're letting everybody down, including ourselves, including mm, the Lord, and yeah. it piles up. So I am trying to learn this in my, I'm still learning this one, that my limits are a built-in mechanism from the Lord that let me know, keep me, that keep me on the path that I was called to walk. Yes. And they, they keep me out of the path that I'm not called to walk. They keep me more clear. I've been saying this to some people that I've been talking to some of my mentors and things where at this stage of my life, God is clarifying, not so much what I'm supposed to be doing. Cause I, 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 I got clarity. I sought him for years. What am I supposed to be doing? Lord, what have you called me to when it comes to the doing? I know life's not about the doing, but sure. when it comes to the doing, I have sought him on that particular call and I've gotten a lot of clarity. Well, 
what I didn't have clarity on is what I wasn't supposed to be doing. Mm, <laughs> and at good. this stage in my life, what God is doing is he's, can, he has the spotlight still on the things I'm supposed to be doing, but he's, he's, he's showing me what I'm not supposed to have my hands in yeah. because I've noticed when I try to get my hands in these areas that he actually didn't call me to, you know, aspects and things I, it's like, yeah. just feel it. You yeah. feel like you're just, the walls are pressing in. Those are our natural limits and mm-hmm. they're there to help us. And God knit us together. He built us, right? Yeah. This yeah. is his design. So why did he design us with these limits? Perhaps they are built-in mechanisms to keep us on the path we're called to and off the path that we're not. And that's so good. It's so good, Chrissy. I, you know, share with my women at the church where we pastor or, or women I talk with, I used to, as a perfectionist, rack up kind of achievements. I was living my life by look at this list of achievements because if you don't feel good enough or if you feel like God loves you more, if you do more for him flowing out of doing rather than being, you'll just keep trying to get a rap sheet of of achievement. God has really done that heart surgery in my life. Like you talk about the journey that we're on. It's a process that we have to honor. And so now I don't see what I'm doing. And I'm putting that in air quotes if you're watching as an achievement, but as an assignment. And so then when I know God has assigned this to me, then there'll be grace on my life for that assignment. So that's Mm -hmm. another way of saying what you're sharing with us is, listen, don't just focus on what he's calling you to, but that is also telling you what he's not calling you to. Because a lot of us have maybe gifts and talents. We could do many things. Maybe it's not now. Maybe it's not ever. Maybe it's somebody else's assignment, Um, But to recognize also seasons. I mean, my kids are grown. I talk to women, they want to write and do all the things. And they have four, six and two year olds. And I just, you just have to know there's a price tag, there's a cost to every decision. And good can be enemy of the best. So you may have 10 good things on your plate, but only three of those are really best for you in this season. Those children don't come back around at that age again. So you only get that season to be a mom, to, to, to be fully present in their lives. So that takes some pressure off of us to feel like, you know what? I'm okay saying no. I'm okay recognizing and living within limitations because that's actually the most freeing for us is that limitation not only protects me from overextending myself overwhelmed, but it also protects the yes and God's call in our life. So that's why I think that's just so crucial for us to understand it. Limits are not a bad thing. They're a healthy thing. You also talk about this pace of peace, which I think is so crucial. As we mature in Christ, Chrissy, I've seen, and again, we still all have room to grow, but I've seen in my own life, this process of peace being a guiding force that the more you are recognizing God's voice, know who you are in Christ, know what the word of God says, you're able to, to stabilize your life with this guiding force of peace. And you give us two questions to ask when we're, we're not quite sure if peace is leading our life. Is this adding value to my life or is this stealing my joy? So help us to know how we can really understand if we're living in this pace of peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I I often describe the the peace pace as momentum without stress. Mm. Uh, now that doesn't mean that stress isn't going to come because stress is a is a um, kind of a guidepost as well. God uses our stress 
to show us a symptom, a symptom of perhaps we've taken on too much or we're walking uh, beyond and outside of that peace pace. And so it brings us back in. We go, oh, whoops, you know, I got to get back into the peace pace. And um, it's the Bible says, you know, Matthew, the book of Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 in the message translation refers to the unforced rhythms of grace, yeah. you know, unforced rhythms of grace. And that was Jesus saying, come to me, all who are weary, and mm-hmm. I will give you rest. Learn from me and I will teach you the unforced rhythms of grace. What is a rhythm? It's a pattern. It's a pace. There's a peace pace for all of us. God does not call us to walk in stress. His right. call actually is stress-free. It really is. Yes. However, we're humans. So we do, we will bump into stress because uh, we just will, but Jesus modeled it perfectly because he was perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. So we look at his life and he wouldn't have the fear of man. If he said, I got to go over here and nope, I'm not going there. He just did it. Why? Because he only did what the father was doing. He That's only good. said what the father was saying. He was clear about that. We're invited to live our lives in that same way. And the thing that keeps us in that peace pace is his perfect peace. He mm-hmm. gives us, it's his, he gives it to us. Philippians four, six through seven says, be anxious for nothing, right? Be anxious for nothing, Mm. but in all things, the Lord woke me up the other night with that word, all a L L and all, all. And he was highlighting that one word in that verse, all things, Chrissy, all Mm. everything big or small. It's the small things that can compile and build up and be a mountain and be a stressor in our life all things by prayer and petition, make your requests known to God. And then here's the result for our lives. The peace of God that passes all, Mm. all (laughs) understanding will guard your heart and your mind. His peace sets up camp around our heart, Mm. around our mind. When we make our requests known to him, right? By prayer and petition. He's always calling us into relationship with him. So these stressors again, can be a gift that God will use. He works all things together for good, right? He will use that so that, but he wants us to pay attention. My whole point here is we need to pay attention to the stress in our lives, the overwhelm. Don't, don't be ashamed of feeling stressed. You know what? Stress was a, I realized stress was a bad word for me. It was like a four letter word for me for a long time. I never wanted to say I was stressed mm. and I haven't even ever really shared this with any, anybody. Um, but I'm reminded of it. I never wanted to acknowledge that I was stressed. Why? Because I was in ministry. I was writing my books. I was yeah. launching a TV show. I was doing all the things God called me to do. So therefore I wasn't supposed to be experiencing any stress. That's not, that's anti-biblical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's a part of my human carnal being. Stress is, 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 essentially inevitable because yeah. we are human. Right. So, but we get to pay attention, acknowledge it, shine a light on it. Cause if we're not shining a light on it, the enemy uses it to hold us back. Yes. Right. That's this whole book is based around shine a light on those things that are keeping you stuck, keeping you feeling like you're not enough. Like you're overwhelmed and full of fear of shine a light on it. Don't be ashamed of it. Call it out because it's anti biblical. It's anti-God's call. It's the enemy. It's what he wants to do to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm -hmm. But we get to notice it and say, I'm feeling stress. 
hello, my name is Chrissy and I have been stressed out, but I am now I know what to do with this stress. I'm laying it at the feet of Jesus. I'm bringing it before the father. I'm making my requests known with prayer and petition and the peace of God that passes all understanding is now guarding my heart and guarding my mind so that as I move forward with him, it's in an unforced rhythm of grace pace, a peace pace. And mm-hmm. now I know, pay attention when stress starts to come, pay attention a little sooner and yeah. keep yourself on that path and don't worry about your worry. <laughs> Just yeah. keep moving forward. That's so good. Guys, you can hear how much wisdom Chrissy offers us. The book is so rich. I mean, we're just barely touching on a couple of key concepts. There's so much in here that, that I wish we had time to just cover all of it, but I want you to get a copy of the book. It's say goodbye to what is holding you back. And it's brand new, just came out a few months ago. Uh, such a, a necessary resource. Say goodbye to what holds you back. So Chrissy, you, you really guide us toward freedom. That's the goal of all of this. You give us some equipping tools to overcome these faulty mindsets. Um, I want to ask you how people can connect with you and get a copy of the book before we kind of close out with these last couple of questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can go to my website, chrissynelson.com, Chrissy with a K, chrissynelson.com and all of my books, resources. I've got fun t-shirts got access to a new mentoring and community group that I'm, that I've launched. Um, it's all there. It's all there. It's wonderful. So many great resources. Let's talk about this new community group because I realized online that you launched this with your dad. This is called Lifeline. And I launched a book with my own dad just a couple of months ago. And so, um, which by the way, everything I'm just like in here having my own, like, cheering over here because our book is on the life of Thomas and the four major encounters that Jesus had with Thomas and how we can discover Jesus invitation to come closer when doubt drives us away. And everything you're talking about is that encounter. Don't just pretend you don't have the doubts or the questions or the shame or the uncertainty or the overwhelm, but bring them to Jesus. And then in his presence, you can process that. And you don't just leave feeling, uh, oh, okay, I brought him to Jesus, but you're going to leave with what Chrissy's describing, the peace that can guard you, new strategies. We have to be able to receive his insight and his correction and guidance to say, okay, let that go, shift here. And to know that if he's telling us to do it, then he will guide us through whatever that process is going to look like. So I'm so, uh, we're so kindred in some of this. So I just want to ask you what that was like working with your dad. I know what a gift it's been to me and uh, talk about this community lifeline and why you chose to do this with your father. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so we don't have to be everything for everyone and we don't have to have it all together and it's okay not to be okay. Mm -hmm. And these are the areas that I really struggled to be okay with. (laughs) And so, and, and, and the end result was I was burnt out, stressed out and, he just wanted out. And, yeah. um, and, and, and the beautiful thing about the Lord is he met me right there mm-hmm. and um, he put me back together again. And, um, and, and my dad was a part of that process. Uh, my dad being my dad and a mental health professional, sure. uh, a man of God, I mean, mm-hmm. rich in wisdom and truth. And so he was a lifeline to me. And that spurred me on. The Lord showed me that through that darkest, hardest time in my life, um, he threw out a lifeline of hope and healing to me. And now as a result, I 
uh, it's living lifelines on legs is what we're kind of saying. But um, I now am throwing out a lifeline to others to come and join our community of women um, so that we can journey these tough topics that nobody really wants to talk about yeah. um, and not, and be not okay together if that's what it takes, right? Because the reality is you you will be okay. That's um, right. The sooner we acknowledge we're not okay, the sooner we start to become okay again. That's because right. The, the hand of God puts us back together. And so that's what this community is. It's a well, um, it's a resource it's a place, safe place for women to come. My dad and I um, are uh, doing it together and he is offering together. We're going to do zoom lives with you, you know, with the group. Um, I have special friends coming on with me guests that you'll never know who they are until you show up. Cause that's how <laughs> I want to do it. It'll be a surprise. I love that. We'll always be there. We're doing a meet me at the well session inside of every um, period, you know, period that we have uh, where we gather virtually, you know, for worship, um, and prayer and ministry. And eventually we'll, I'm sure, do something in person as we grow and decide, you know, we want to meet up annually in person or something. But yeah, it's called Lifeline. And it's, you can get access on my website under the mentoring tab or mylifeline.cc. And uh, um, we're just our journey together, this thing called life. <laughs> I love it. I, I don't, I not only love what you're doing, but I love that you're doing it with your father and the wisdom of the generations yeah. that come before us and being able to offer that. And so guys, I want to make sure that you just avail yourself of that as well. I'll put all that in the show notes today. And Chrissy's going to pray for us in just a minute. Maybe you've been listening today and you're feeling like, oh, I so need this book. I so need to stop feeling like I'm not enough or I'm overwhelmed. Or I'm afraid or I feel stuck. God offers us freedom. That's the abundant life that he's offering us. It's available to us. We just have to be able to step into that and be on this journey with God. So I really want to encourage you, uh, head over to her website, pick up a copy of Say Goodbye to What Holds You Back. By the time you're listening to this, we're about in the first third of the year. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe you've just gone, gone guns a blazing on every New Year's resolution, or maybe you're feeling like, oh, can I have a reset? So anytime we need, we can have a reset with God. So uh, Chrissy is offering us such valuable tools and uh, wisdom and insight, Lifeline, her new community that you can join and be a part of. Chrissy, before you pray for us, I know you love the Bible as I do. And I always ask to, like to ask my guests one last question. Um, we're talking here about making our lives matter. We're not going to make our lives matter for the kingdom if we're stuck, if we're living overwhelmed. Uh, we have to embrace the, the life that God has called us to. So other than Jesus, who is the person in the Bible that has most inspired you to make life matter? Uh yeah, I mean, there's just so many. I love them all for different reasons. So I'm just kind of asking the Lord to help me hone in on one. And I would probably say uh, Mary at the feet of Jesus. Mm. Mary, um, you know what? I would just want to know, how did you know <laughs> that that yeah. was the better way? You know, how did you know that sitting at his feet, um, washing his feet with your tears was mm. the better way, you know, on yeah. this earth? How did you know? You know, oh. and um, I, because I want to know, I want to know that now I want to know that before I get to heaven, because that's how I want to live my life too, at his feet in everything. Oh, it's so beautiful, Chrissy. Yeah. The better way Jesus says she's chosen the better, chosen the better way, nothing wrong with the doing, but it comes out of the being and we've got to know who we are in Christ. That's where we started and we'll end there to your identity 
is in who Christ says that you are. And we won't know that without the word of God. We can't find our identity apart from Christ. John says, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, then you can ask what you need as we're talking about, but that starting place is abiding, finding your identity, choosing the better way. So Christy, thank you for the hard work that you've done in your life, because that's evident. It's evident in your countenance. It's evident in your words. It's evident in this resource that you're offering us. Um, we don't need to live stuck. We can live free. And so I'm so grateful that you've, you've done the hard work and continue to do the hard work. And now encourage us to take that journey with you. So uh, guys, it's it's time to say goodbye to what holds you back. And thank you, Chrissy, for joining us today. Would you just pray over our listeners, especially anyone who may be feeling overwhelmed today? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Father, we thank you that we can come to you boldly like a child, full of faith, full of joy. I ask that you would overcome and overwhelm the overwhelm that people are feeling with your peace. Overwhelm them with your love. Overwhelm them with your presence. And let that overwhelm that the enemy has been placing on their lives just be pushed out as your presence fills them up to overflowing. Thank you, Father, that you give us your peace that passes all understanding. We will never understand your peace, but thank you that we simply are to receive and we do. So let the peace of God fill up in each and every person. Let faith arise. Let joy arise. Let a smile come back on your face where maybe there was a frown as you are feeling and being reminded of who God says that you are highly valued, beloved by him, his chosen one, his son or daughter in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Thanks for joining the conversation. If you've been inspired to make life matter, share a review and subscribe at cpnshows.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Connect with me at angeladonadio.com, Facebook at angeladonadiovov, and Instagram at angeladonadio. Until next week, let's make life matter.